Hello, welcome and Happy New Year from me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my co-host... Matt Wood, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Matt. This is just another Liverpool podcast. Um, you can check us out now on our Twitter page at Just Another Live One for our latest podcast. Uh, we've just witnessed Liverpool completely dominate the play against Sheffield United with a 2 0 win. Goals coming from Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, and also setting another record of most completed passes ever in the Premier League. Um, that was nice. Should we get straight to the important bit of the podcast, oh. which is the predictions? Oh, I, I thought we were mention to, about I Thomas. Think, I think that needs to come up with the, the, the order of events, doesn't it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're back in it. Yeah. Man, are you getting 2 0? I wanted the 2 0, so I have to say 3 0. So, yeah, sure, yeah sure. he's brought it back to 2 all there. Um, yeah, another notable men- uh, mention is that Thomas. Um, was meant to come tonight, but um, yeah, unfortunately he had uh, van trouble. So yeah, he's a uh, you know that's an excuse. Cold feet again there, but yeah, back to the game. Um, that's probably one of our most comfortablest wins, that yeah. hasn't it this season? It was really comfortable, wasn't it? I think um, I was expecting a much more difficult game from from Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, than what it turned out to be, like. Especially in the second half, I, I think the the early goal really helped, and I think that might have thrown their game plan completely out the window. But it did; it was one nil for quite a long time in the game, considering we scored so early on, and yeah. then it was only um, I don't know the exact minute of the second got when was 65. it? When was it? Sixty four. Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, a long time in the game without them really putting us under any type of pressure and the, the, the last kind of like after it went 2-0 the last uh, 20 minutes or so were very much like a training session and yeah. you mentioned there about the, the past the statistic um, that was that was mentioned on um, during the game as well uh, the most most passes ever recorded in a Premier League game like it was just really easy for us to manage the game out they had that one chance at the end uh, we switched off a little bit but um, yeah very very routine. Yeah. When I thought, what was your observations? I think, um, like you know, obviously speak like we got the early goal, and that that has happened before where we have scored the early goal, and then as the game went on, you just you just kind of thinking, you know, are they going to get this one chance? But they, you know, after we scored, they had a, they had probably about, I don't know, maybe like the last five. 10 minutes of the first half maybe where they had the only they had a couple of half chances didn't they I wouldn't even call them half chances I'd call them a quarter chances yeah if there's such a saying well Alisson had to pull off a save but you're expecting that from the quality of Alisson it was a poor showing really all round Sheffield United I did actually expect them to put up more of a more of a fight but I was saying to you I think so many of these games now especially at Anfield you look at the opposition and you think they're beat before they even like walk onto the pitch. Yeah, you know you can see it in just in in the way that they play. They don't really do they actually believe like they're gonna get anything out of the game. Like it doesn't come across to me that they do. Um, and obviously that plays into our into our hands. Even though there's long spells in the game where like it is close, it's one nil. You know that should be. Um. 
you know, it, sh- it should be a case of right there, well, well in the game, but you never felt like we were in any danger yeah, whatsoever. Like, it was just complete, we were in complete control yeah. the whole of the way through. Because, like, when we played Wolves, like, obviously we got, we went into to the lead and obviously finished 1-0, but, like, second half, they did come out and have a go. And, like, you expect it sometimes when it's the last, say, you know, 10, 20 minutes even at 1-0, 2-0 for the, the opposition to really, you know, throw the kitchen sink in a sense. But, yeah, Sheffield United, like, they never they never really pushed to get out of yeah. their half. And I, I said to you as well, I think when the first half was developing and they weren't really showing a great deal and it was quite comfortable for us, I was expecting a reaction from them after half-time because of the way that their manager generally gets into the players and, and you know motivates them or motivates them or bollocks them whatever whatever way you look at it yeah. um, but they didn't there wasn't really a reaction of anything they they, they sat even fit and had less op- apart from that one chance at the end which was a golden chance for uh, McBurney, McBurney yeah. apart from that there was absolutely I can't recall really anything in the second half um, of any note going forward uh, from, from them You'd think they would have been like, um, like tactics would have been to really like close down the play, you know, really get in our faces. But like our, our back four looked great, but maybe you could coin that against that of like maybe because they had so much time on it. They, yeah. they were never really challenged. Do you know, I, I was watching it and thinking, do you, do you know what? It, it, it feels like it's a lot different to like a couple of years ago. Because I think a couple, a couple of years ago, I think we would have gone for the third, fourth, and say fifth oh, goals yeah. there whereas we were very content just to keep the game especially at the back keep the shape um, not good pulled out of pulled out of position and, and just keep this run of like clean sheets that we're gathering momentum with now as well going so I think that's just a completely different type of performance now that we're seeing in, in certain games and perhaps not even having to like maximise that amount of of energy because if you look at the team like I was saying again to you beforehand I was quite surprised by the 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 little uh the little kind of rotation that we've had in the team in in the games around the Christmas period like we've not actually the front three unless is that because of circumstance be though because we have had a lot of injuries so he you know he hasn't got rich pickings as we Maybe not, but I was on. thinking the full backs who you think put a lot of uh put a lot of uh yeah, like energy into in, yeah, into the game. game. You're thinking would would there be a circumstance where one of those two would be rested and you put Milner in there or something? But is that another thing where it, that's possibly because we haven't got like a natural left back, a natural right back? Because you're looking at Milner and Gomez to fill in not there, nec- aren't you? Not necessarily, I don't know, because I think he trusts Milner at, at full back, but I I I just think he was wanting. To, he knew perhaps this was a really important period, uh, with a lot of games in a short space of time, and he wanted to just go with the, with the you know, the the so called A team I suppose, and then, I'm guessing that we'll make the changes for the Everton game. Yeah. Like you'd think somewhere along the line there's going to be a, there's going to be a game where he is going to rest a few. Uh, those players who have played quite a lot like, of minutes coming out of this like Christmas period, you know where we've played in a hell of an amount of games, we've like really passed the test, haven't we? 
you know, we've we've come out with a trophy and we're still unbeaten. It's yeah. you know, it's showing once again just how just how good we are, just how you know, dominant yeah. we are and you know, we right. are getting these tests, you know, yeah. these things thrown against us and you know, like so that with the injuries piling up, you know, it's it's still not affecting us. And well, some of the some of the records that were that we're getting along the way, it's just silly now. Like so, Sadio Mane's like scored in a, on every day now. <laughs> every like day of the one. week. Yeah, yeah that's the favourite statistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but best ever. If we win the next game, it's the best ever start from any team ever in the top flight. Um, we're now thirty-seven games unbeaten. Uh, we're unbeaten for a complete calendar year in the sense that Man City were the last team to beat us on January the 3rd. Like, the the stats are just absolutely insane. It's just, uh, I don't know what more you can say, really. It's just, the, it's absolute winning machine, isn't it, that, we, that, Klopp, yeah. that Klopp's created. You just think, like, how long can this go on for? Like, at some point, we're going to get, you know somebody's going to beat us like um things aren't going to go our way in a game and um somebody will beat us so it would be you know how we, I suppose we react to that but yeah it's 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 incredible running out of like you know things to say really in that in in that regard because um yeah, yeah. we just we just keep like on say just running out of words now yeah. just to describe how yeah. good we are just no point doing a podcast anymore really we're not that many superlatives to describe the, the team we, so we need a defeat really don't we to no no right let's move address, on address the balance let's move on what about some individuals yeah. players who look good who look I, just like a quick one like probably Bobby Firmino I just thought his um, decision making at times mm. he was your scapegoat tonight wasn't he yeah you always gotta have one and <laughs> Even if he's on the bench, Lovren. Um But yeah, I just thought, you know, like his defensive play, and like I mentioned yeah. that during the game, defensive play, it, it was brilliant tonight, you know, really tracking back. He was getting his foot and when he needed to, breaking up the play, um, you know, what, what he's all about. But then yeah. just those final balls he was trying to play, whether they didn't have just enough make, power yeah. on it or whatever. But, you know, well, you know, that's just only a small... Yeah, yeah, really out of that game, but I thought you know, I know what you mean. Like, it was just decision making, wasn't it? There was a couple of times when he had the ball, probably like twenty five, thirty yards out, and he just needed needed to make the right type of pass, whether he put it wide or put it through the middle, and he just he was just making the wrong decision, basically, mm. which is usually more often than not one of his strengths. Get you know finding those pockets of space and then. Finding the right pass, but uh, it what it wasn't uh, one of his one of his better, better games. Yeah, I thought um, like looking at the back, I thought Gomez again, he's just growing in stature after every game. Yeah, he's looking like it that you know he's cemented this um, spot alongside Verge, who again was class again at the yeah. back. Made uh, one to be fair in the first half. There was one last ditch challenge, wasn't there from yeah. Van Dijk? Yeah. Um, it was like a breakaway one though. If he didn't yeah. make that challenge, I think there was basically two Sheffield United uh, players who were going to go bear down on Alisson's really goal. Yeah. But yeah, freaking yeah. brilliant. I think Gomez is just getting more confidence. Yeah. With more games that he's playing, and 
becoming more familiar with his position in the team. Like like said on the I think one of the last podcasts, you know, just building up the consistency and the continuity of the players at the back uh, is gonna help him really. And yeah, he's he's uh he again was was one of our uh, one of our best players. I, I would say. And I think we're in um, in unison here with Anderson being man of the match. Unison, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. For, for once. Yeah, yeah. No, you've, no, you've no. No, no. You know, I'll uh, praise him when he needs praising, and Anderson. You know, I, you know, I, I haven't knocked him at all this season, have I? Come on. Not, not on air. <laughs> no, I haven't. That's a lie. But no, I thought yeah deserved of his uh, man of the match, you know, award there at the end. Thought he was great. Yeah. Um, you know, shepherd the back, the midfield, like you know, in front of the back yeah. four. Um, but it, yeah, you you passing. said something during the game, which I think does go unappreciated sometimes. Like there was a lot of players making mistakes on their team as well. A couple of times when they give easy possession yeah. away, and then we had like Firmino giving the ball away. But Henderson, he's very reliable, reliable on the ball, and you have to be in that position as well because if you do give it away, you're likely to be in danger of a of a counter attack or or the opposition getting a. But I think that's what you could have labelled that Anderson in the past, like because that's the thing he'll always he's play too the safe. safe ball. Yeah. yeah, he's too safe. But yeah. he's showing it this season when you know these, you know, cut through balls. You know these long balls. You could say, um, they're finding players and they're really cutting through. Yeah, defenses. there was one he whipped across for Salah. I think quite early on when he had that first time shot with his. Uh, with the right foot, yeah, and he yeah. made a good save. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I, I think a lot of players who play in that position, that's their job to keep it nice and simple. But that sometimes goes against Henderson. But I, I also think, again, people are starting to see now. But he does have that range of passing, like some of the balls that he's been playing um, recently. I can think of a couple off the top of my head. One against Bournemouth. Um, Roxley Chamberlain scored the goal. Oh yeah, he put one over the top. Um, in the final against um Flamengo, when he put one over the top as well and resulted in a goal. Like he's got that vision. He's got the, uh, he's got the ability to to play those passes. He just doesn't do it all of the time. I think. Do you think he never used to have the confidence enough to do that? Possibly, yeah. Because, you know, if it doesn't come off, like the moans and groans that mm. he's probably going to get. Uh, so he's probably playing with a bit more confidence. But I do, I do think as well, he's a player who plays like percentages. So he, he won't play that long pass unless he's perhaps like 90% certain that it's going to get there. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you, com- you, so if you compare him to somebody like, if you, if you look at somebody like Firmino, and I know it's different players in different positions, Positions, but for me, you know, and like Salah's probably another one as well. Like they try a lot of different things in in the attacking third, and they probably know that a lot of the time it's not going to come off. Mm. But then the one time it does come off, it's gonna really, it's gonna uh, so, result in a in a in a good opportunity. Yeah. So their success rate of trying those things probably isn't particularly high. Whereas Henderson's completely the other end of the scale, where he's only going to try something if he's absolutely certain it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna come off. Mm-hmm. Anybody else stick out for you? Uh, I think like a one Mane had another know. good yeah. game. I thought um, good to see 
Salah, I thought, good to see him getting a goal and assist uh, as well. I think me and you were saying again as well with Salah, so much better when he's when he's using that instinctive reaction to yeah. taking a shot rather than taking too many touches. Yeah, yeah. I, like I commented as well uh, whilst we were watching it. Like I think one of the biggest strengths to Salah's game is his strength against you know these big towering cent- uh, centre halves. I think he really when he comes up against them, he doesn't get bullied by them. Yeah, and there's a few times Pins again him. in that game where he holds the ball up so well. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, a little bit of a down a note. Uh, Cater meant to start, wasn't he? And then in the warm up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll have to wait to see. But another yeah. injury. Um. To contend yeah. with. Because you you asked me on on the last podcast, um, what about people bringing you know people to bring in, in January and I was a little bit like dismissive of it because I didn't think that we'd need to. But I was looking at our bench tonight and I was looking at their bench and I was thinking they've actually got more experience on on their bench than what we had. Yeah. Because we had we had Nat Phillips on the bench who we have recalled Curtis Jones, Nico Williams. Harvey Elliott, who came on for 30 seconds or whatever it was. Like, what's the average age of those players there? What, 17, 18 or yeah, something? Exactly. Um, so the injuries have actually piled up quite a lot and it makes you think, is it worth us getting another body in? Um, we do have Minamino, I suppose, who who can perhaps fill in there as well. I suppose it depends on when all these players are going to be back, but... It did look a little bit threadbare, and you're thinking yeah. one or two more injuries, especially in the. If we lost Henderson, for example, well, we yeah. we'd re- I think that would put us in a bit of bother because we don't really have anyone He's who would be able Lana to play that position. That position. I think Lallana would be able to do it on the odd game, but I think sustained period of time. I I'm not sure no, that that would be I, the answer. I won't be confident in that. Like I think with Minamino as well. I think. Um, He'll definitely have to be up and running because I think, like we've seen it with previous players, they've come in gradually. But I think with with you know if these injuries, you know, do keep mounting up, I think he will be uh, he'll be used sooner rather than later. I think, um, yeah, I think that's the Sheffield United game covered. So um, we move on to the next two games. One being in the league, but the one before it is the FA Cup game against Everton. Um, at Anfield on um, Sunday, four pm. Um, how do you think you'll play that one? Rest everyone. Rest some. I think this is probably the game where it's, he always plays a weekend team against Everton, doesn't he? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really matter what team he, yeah, he, team he picks. We always seem to get the results against them. Uh, yeah, I, I think he will make a few changes for this one. I think the lads who were on the bench, I think I think they're gonna start. Lalana, Arigi. Yeah. Even Neko Williams, um Elliot, possibly Curtis Jones, yeah. And then maybe the experienced head of Milner in there. You know, obviously Henderson he's gonna be rested. Um you say that, but we're running out of players then, aren't we? Well, yeah, so it's changed, but you've still gotta you still gotta, you know, concentrate on the league you know with this you know FA Cup game it's a it's a great opportunity to rest these players but then it is Everton you don't really want to go out against Everton at Anfield no you don't 
Yeah. Are you thinking that they're going to be... What are you expecting from them? Do you think they're going to be well, going full strength? You would, you would expect that they would because... The five let, points, let's be honest, yeah, they've, the got, five they, they've, got, off they've got the not, relegation zone. They've got nothing to play for. Exactly. So. As usual. So... They're not utterly they're safe out of in the, the league. They're out of the league cup. They're not going down, are they, to be fair? As much oh, as, you know, yeah, no, we, can, we can joke dream. about it. Um, they're out of the league cup. So the FA Cup is all they've got to, well, yeah, to play for, really, isn't it? So that I think they'll definitely be expecting to play. And with a new manager, their first I'm 11. Sure they'll want to get some yeah, they'll know, the they'll, know, they'll know how that... Yeah, I'm sure it would have been mentioned to him in his, his press conference. The um the run, um that they're on, especially at Anfield, uh, having not won a game there for so long, so he'll be aware of if he can somehow manage to get a win, like I can see it now. He'll be like a legend. He'll probably have a statue built, and the DVDs will be getting, <laughs> yeah, will yeah. be getting uh brought out, won't they? So, uh, I think they'll definitely have. Uh, they'll, they'll put a strong team on. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they don't. Yeah, it's going to be stronger than what team we're going to put out. But yeah, it'd be, like was was Lovren on the bench, or is he still injured? Tonight. Yeah. He wasn't on the bench. I don't no. think. No. Yeah, it was Nat no. Phillips, wasn't it? In yeah, his yeah. Place. Yeah. So it's what you do at the back, really, isn't it? Like, do you think he'll play? I think. Uh, could he possibly play Henderson at the back? To give Verge a rest, <laughs> or is he going to play Nat Phillips at the back with? I think possibly if he's... Gomez. <sighs> See, Van Dijk does tend to play. No matter what, really, he, the yeah. only games he hasn't played in was been the League Cup, League hasn't Cup. it? Yeah. So, I think he'll probably play Van Dijk, and I don't know. I think it might be a little bit stronger than what we're thinking, but. Maybe just one or two changes, so Rigi will definitely come in. Maybe for for Mane. Really, I I think more five or six changes. Possibly Minamino. He could Minamino. Oh, could start. I think definitely Minamino. Do you think he'll start? start? Yeah, he's got to rest because obviously you'll have a Rigi, Minamino, and then it'll be one of Salah or Mane, won't it? So there's your front three sorted, and then you're looking in the middle of the park. Milner, um, Curtis Jones, and Lalana, and yeah. then at the back, I would probably say obviously Adrian uh, in goal, and then I can see Gomez and probably that Nat Phillips, maybe Lovren at a push, but depending on his injury, yeah, and then that Neko Williams at right back, and then yeah, left back he might go with Robbo. Yeah, it's um, be interesting. But yeah, and then obviously, you know, concentrating back onto the league, we've got uh, Spurs next coming up. At the um, we're not doing predictions for Everton, no, are we? No, just to because, the league, just the league. Because what other oh, games yeah. don't count? Yeah, no. Um. So yeah, we got Spurs next in the league. That's on Saturday, the eleventh of Jan, uh, half five kickoff. Um. So we might do our show straight after that, or it'll be on the Monday, reverting back to our uh, usual format, um, Monday the 13th. But we'll update you um, 
on the Twitter page. Uh, once again, at just another LIV1. Um, do you want to do score prediction for that then? Or do you want to talk a bit about Spurs and Mourinho? I was just looking at the table then. and um, But in different forms oh, since you come back into the game. Do you remember last season that um, we had that whole situation where it didn't seem like anyone wanted to finish in the top four? It feels like we're, we're, we're going in that direction again. Yeah. Because Chelsea, after having such a great run, have now lost, is it five of the last eight, maybe? Wow. Uh, with one draw and two wins. Um, United tend to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting a, a couple of decent results and then they're getting a defeat where you wouldn't necessarily expect them to get beat. Tottenham had a good start uh, with Mourinho, but then they've kind of had a, a few dodgy performances. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got like Wolves, who again have been quite good in certain games, like, you know, looking at the two wins over Man City, but then they, you know, get beat by Watford, where you wouldn't, wouldn't expect that either. So yeah, are we going to end up with a similar situation this season where it. it, it that 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 battle for fourth is just you know who is who is the least uh, the least shit really, out of uh, out of all those teams. I think a key note is is that Kane will probably still miss out for that game, with his uh, was it, was hand, it, was string, it hamstring hamstring yeah. injury. So, but I I was mentioning that today to someone and do you remember last season when Kane I think yeah it was an injury, and um, he went out and then they went on quite a good run. Like um, Son looked really good as you know as the well and Mora as well yeah, because yeah. Mora really is, stepped yeah. up to the plate. Right, yeah. Um. So, but I, I, you know, the way we're playing, and you know, they're they're not going to challenge us. I can't see it. Yeah. You, you, On paper, it's one of our. You know, if we're looking towards now, if we're if you're saying the league's finished, which you are now, Stu, <laughs> um, and we're looking at you know going unbeaten. That on paper is one of the more difficult games to to navigate, isn't it? Tottenham away. Yeah, but I don't know. Like with Pochettino, when Pochettino was there, they was they were a bit like a soft underbelly. Really, you could always just get it, Tottenham. You, you know, you were gonna get goals, but you know, with the Mourinho factor, and you know, obviously, cause Kane will possibly still be out. You know what you're gonna get with Mourinho. He's gonna. You know, obviously, be more on the defensive play. Mm. He'll try and exploit, you know, set pieces. Just waiting for you to say Parker Bus, then. Well, there you go. It's on the tip of your tongue, wasn't Parker it? Parker Bus. Yeah. I wouldn't it's... expect him to do that at home. Do you not? Although it wouldn't, well, the sh- thing it is, wouldn't though, shock me if he did. Uh, he hasn't kept a clean sheet, has he? Since he's gone back. So, you know, it's, it's looking good. Um, yeah, I, I, like I'm saying all this, like, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty confident we'll, we'll go down there and be comfortable winners there. Yeah. So are we doing a prediction for it? Or not? Yeah. So seeing that you won the last one, um, I'll predict first. I mean, we're at a severe disadvantage predicting so far in advance. But well, you did well, didn't you? Two 0 Um, even though I did get it right. This game, I shall go with. I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm confident we'll get another clean sheet. I can see these yeah. starting to mount up now. So, 
Yeah, I'm going to go for a 2 0 win. 2 0. Uh, I will say 2 1. 2 1. To Liverpool. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we ask Thomas Clark again for um, to join us for that one? or mm. People start thinking they won't, he doesn't actually exist. I know, yeah. It's just a mythical character that we've created. Well, it basically is, isn't he? He's just a phantom. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all bases covered um, on tonight's show. So, yeah, like I said, mentioned before, we'll either be recording and publishing um, straight after the game or it'll be on um, Monday the 13th. So, yeah, I think that's it. Right, bye from me. Yeah. Cheers.